Rudy Giuliani. Good afternoon. This is Rudy Giuliani with the Rudy Giuliani Show, the day after the Memorial Day weekend, the weekend that is intended for us very solemnly to, to, to give honor and to give appreciation and to remember the loss of those who gave their lives so that we could be free. It could be no more important uh, holiday, no more serious celebration of patriotism and decency and goodness. And uh, with, a, with, with uh, Biden's America, I don't know if we set a record for slaughter yesterday over the weekend, but boy, if we didn't, I can't think of a weekend that would be any worse than that one. We had murders of all kind going on all places, all over the country. Well, we'll start with, with my home, New York, uh, where Adams was criticizing the Texas police for their slow response to the shootings. And, of course, he, uh, in his case, he doesn't respond. So he doesn't really think about, like, you, those poor people on the subway, every time I see them getting beaten up, uh, harassed, smashed, thrown into the— I, I never see a police officer around. So I think maybe, Adams, you should shut up until you start reducing crime in New York. Oh, by the way, your numbers this weekend were fabulous— I mean, you got you got uh, seven people shot and two killed. You like it? Yeah. You're the guy who's going to bring down crime. It's up 40 percent. You know how long I've been saying that now? And they still treat you like uh, like you're a mayor. We're going we're going we're, we're coming into our sixth month now, pal. Memorial weekend, two dead. Seven shot. Huh? Why is that? Is that okay? Because um, because Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. Well, Chicago has fifty years of Democrat rule. I mean, we just got uh, De Blasio now eight nine years of Democrat rule. Well, fifty years of Democrat rule, and uh, let's see, <sighs> ten people killed, fifty two shot. In Chicago, as they uh, have their Memorial Day remembrance, uh, uh, remind you about both. They're both corrupt Democrat cities. New York is a corrupt Democrat city now. It will be uh, nine years. Uh, last time it was a corrupt Democrat city, we had two thousand two hundred twenty-four murders. I brought that all the way down and. Bloomberg continued, and um, de Blasio brought it back, and now um, Adams has created a more dangerous city than de Blasio. He says he was a cop. Hmm. Imagine if he wasn't law and order. Uh, then we can go. We can go to. Um, we can go to the city that actually had the most. You thought that was the most, didn't you? Right. Right. You thought that. You thought you weren't going to do worse than Democrat-run Chicago with Soros, G.A., Kim Fox, paid for by Soros, millions and millions to put her in so she can let people out of prison. That's her basic role as a district attorney, to let people out of prison so there are more people available to kill people. This is Democrat progressive philosophy. It's Bragg's philosophy. It's the one that Adams and Hochul don't have the courage to interfere with. So we had two dead, and um, Chicago had 10 dead, 
I'm not going to play a game with this and say, you want to guess what Philadelphia had? Uh, Philadelphia had more murders in its history uh, last year, ever, ever. And last year, Chicago led America in murders, although it wasn't the most in Chicago's history. Well, Philadelphia had 13 dead. Philadelphia's a small city. I mean, I'm not sure it's a million people. I'm not sure it's a million people. A million one, a million two. Chicago used to be the second biggest city. It slipped to the third. We keep going, it's going to be a city. <clears throat> These cities are all going to disappear. You, you think I'm kidding? How long, how long do people live in these Democrat cities? 50 years. 50 years in Chicago where they go through uh, holiday weekends like this. <clears throat> 38 shot or 50 shot. 50 shot. So it's only lucky that it was like uh, 10 killings. Here we've got 13 killed in Philadelphia. And uh, then big article here. Very simple. Americans flee blue cities for red states. Why? (coughs) Because most of this murder and carnage, most of it, you'll get an exception here or there, but not not on the large scale. Not on the large scale of a New York. Let's name the, let's name the cities that come to the top of a head for looking at a chart, okay? Where do people mostly get killed? Chicago, Philadelphia, New York, Boston, Washington, D.C., Atlanta, Georgia, St. Louis, Missouri, Los Angeles, San Francisco. What do they have in common? They're controlled by uh, Democrats. They're corrupt also as cities. You're constantly finding people taking bribes there. And they take advantage of their domination of the poor black community where they get 99% of the vote because 80% of the people that get killed there are African-American. So you've got a community where 80% of the people in the community get wiped out by the inability of the Democrat Party to address crime. The contribution of the Democratic Party to crime now with Soros' DAs putting the murderers out on the street. At some point, they're going to stop voting Democrat. Got to be. I don't know how long, 50 years of mass murder on the weekend in the black community, and you keep electing blacks? Can't figure out. The blacks you elect and the Democrats you elect aren't doing a damn thing for you except what Adams is doing, going to parties at night. It's a disaster. It has got to end. And those people who are not afraid of being called racist have got to step up and say, get out of the way. We can do a better job than you can of reducing crime. This would not happen when I was mayor. Wouldn't have happened. Wasn't happening. Crime started to go down the day I became mayor, and it just continued to go down. I didn't go criticize other cities. We had plenty of our own problems. And I didn't wear a lot of suits like uh, Mr. Fancy Pants. In fact, didn't like to go to those things. It was too damn busy. It was too damn busy at the serious job of saving your lives. Then when I was... Some are successful at it. 
I felt I had a little more time. The only thing I really liked doing was the inner circle because, number one, I like making fun of the press, and number two, I am a frustrated actor. I am. I loved it. I loved doing it. And, um, hmm. But even then, I just stay up later at night working. Well, I mean, I, I, I extend my, uh, my, I don't know, what do you say when somebody gets arrested for DUI? What you say is, take the car. I consider it an enormously serious crime. I don't know if you remember, but uh, under Howard Safer, any, anybody arrested for drunk driving in New York, we, took the, we seized their automobile. So they couldn't drive it home and they had to come and get it. Because uh, anytime you get behind that wheel and you're drunk, you can kill somebody. And you're just lucky if you don't. You're just lucky if you don't. And it's a crime we can stop. It's a killing we can stop. Particularly now, even then it was harder. We didn't have Uber and Lyft. And by the way, I just want to let you know that Mr. Pelosi can afford. He could have, first of all, he could afford a driver. Yeah, they're worth $130 million. Mm-hmm. Oh, they made it all. Like all the Democrats in Congress. Are you, do you know how many of those bums in Congress are worth millions that come from poor areas? Elijah Cummings? Nobody's ever done anything for my district, he once announced a few years ago. How about you, Cummings? You've been there for 25 years. And you pulled out about $20 million. Or Charlie Rangel. When I took over in 1993, 1994, Harlem was a hellhole. Massive crime, no national companies going in there. And Charlie's sitting there like the potentate, making a couple of million off inner city broadcasting, completely crooked deal. Dinkins voted on it in his own interest and theirs. And then they forged documents. They all walked out millionaires and Harlem was going to hell until I fixed it because I didn't do what they do because I didn't sell out the people. This has got to be broken if we want to solve crime. You can talk about guns all you want. You can reduce the number of guns all you want. You have behavioral problems, behavioral issues like this. You've got models uh, like uh, Charlie Rangel and, Cunning- and, 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 and Cummings and all of the other uh, uh, politicians who are crooked, crooked, crooked to the core. You've got, you got an example like Biden. I mean, you know, almost most Americans now have heard, have gone through the hard drive. They, they don't, the, uh, the times can't hide it for, from them now. America, Americans know one of two things. Biden's a crook or Biden's a massive crook. That's what they know. They know he's a massive crook if they go through the hard drive and see the money from China, the money from Russia, the money from uh, Ukraine, the money from Romania, the money from Kazakhstan. They see the, they see the text that says that for 30 years Joe, uh, Joe's been getting this money from Hunter. Hunter's been the bag man, and Hunter, in his own words, was given 50% to the top guy, Joe. Okay. Or Joe gets up and lectures us, lectures us on gun control. Meanwhile, sitting right next to him is one of the big gun control violators in the country, his son, Hunter, who as a massive 
degenerate drug addict was carrying around a 38 revolver, which is a violation of 18 United States Code Section 922G6, which carries 10 years in jail. So, Joe, shut your damn mouth until you enforce the gun control laws that presently exist. And how about you, Hokel Pokel? If this state enforced the red flag laws that you're in favor of, who knows that shooting in Buffalo might not have taken place. How can it be that this guy for a year is talking about killing people? He goes into a hospital. The cops find out, and it doesn't end up in his record? Now you want to pass more laws that we don't follow? Stop the hypocrisy. You sit by and you watch your voters who vote for you 95% over a weekend like this get slaughtered. When I'm talking about Chicago, those shootings and those murders, that's seven or eight out of ten black people who vote for you 95% and you don't do a damn thing for them. You wait for the one that you can exploit. And then you make it into the biggest problem in this country is white supremacy. Yeah? Let's count up the white supremacy murders and then let's count up the other murders and let's see if you aren't a bunch of damn liars. Fatal damn liars because you lead people to their death. Nothing worse than that. There's Rudy Giuliani and we'll be back very shortly. Rudy Giuliani. The Rudy Giuliani Show. This Rudy Giuliani back again with the Rudy Giuliani show. And I thought we would just uh, uh, complete our thoughts on this gun control issue, which is becoming uh, once again, highly symbolic, highly political and totally useless. And this comes from somebody who has had the most success of anyone, I think, living, reducing crime. So I would think you'd want to give my thoughts a few uh, minutes. Uh, Joe, Joe Biden, with his whole theory on gun control, is just a repeat of what he's been told for years and years and years because he can't think. There are 300 million illegal guns in this country. By imposing more controls than we have now, you're not going to stop a single shooting. Because if the controls we, are, uh, are, we have now, we can't enforce. We, we're not going to enforce even more. There are a couple of reasons why we don't enforce them. First of all, in the democratic parts of the country, they don't enforce laws. So, I mean, I mean, why would gun laws mean anything more than uh, armed robberies that they don't enforce? Or rapes or killings or anything wrong with the case, it goes. I mean, that's what happens in Los Angeles. That's what happens in San Francisco. I mean, I know they sometimes think of the small cases, the $900 or less thefts that don't get prosecuted or the marijuana doesn't get prosecuted. But a lot of other cases cases go out on uh, technicalities with great sympathy for the murderer, the rapist, the drug dealer, who, after all, is a victim of white um, suppression, not of his own, uh, not of his own uh, deteriorated um, be- uh, behavior and um, possibly even evil. So... Uh, The idea of more gun control, whatever they are, more red flag laws that Hochul doesn't follow in New York. Why why is she going to follow the new ones? Who's she going to hire that's going to go do it? And she doesn't have the guts to get rid of Bragg, who won't enforce violence laws and beating up police laws. 
I mean, if, 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 if you put this in the hands of really law enforcement people like me or Kelly or Bratton or Safer or uh, uh, Bernie Carrick or, or all these other cops that I know out there, you put them, put them up. Yeah, we'll do it. But it's when we get into the it's when we get into the crooked bureaucracies that it all falls apart. You know the red the red flag laws go into that whole health bureaucracy. Oh, we're not going to give the person up. We're not. No. Yeah, yeah. He said he was going to go blow up five hundred people, and yeah, yeah. And he practices in his backyard doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. He killed about five animals just for the heck of it, just for the fun of it. Yeah. I beat up a couple of kids in school. He almost killed them. Yeah, but uh, nah, come on, poor kid. Give him another chance. Oh, he held somebody up, but we don't put him in jail for that. Let's give him another chance. We have too many people in jail. Do, do you know the, 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 the vast majority of these killings uh, have given us, uh, without doubt, uh, enough factors to have stopped it? You're saying any one of them, maybe it's not fair to say they should get them all. But isn't it also not fair to say that they should have missed all of them? Isn't there something systemically wrong with law enforcement? And really wrong when it didn't used to be wrong. First of all, when the top is corrupt, the rest of it operates inefficiently. The top of the FBI is embarrassingly totally corrupt. Uh, The Sussman case that ended up in an an acquittal is maybe the best indication of it. Here they were quite willing to frame a president that they knew was innocent and cooperate with the Democrats to do it because they didn't like him. Comey led the way knowing completely that he was lying for the greater good of getting rid of the terrible Donald Trump, who now when we look back, look back on it, it was like heaven. America was like heaven when he was here. We didn't have these weekends like this where people get slaughtered all over the place. We weren't in, in fear of uh, nuclear war with Russia, nuclear war with China, nuclear war with North Korea. Uh, we, we had a lot more money in our pocket. Our savings weren't being eaten away by at least 8.5% a year. I mean, we, oh, by the way, we also didn't create our own inflation. I mean, Biden has created his own inflation. If you read his article, op-ed piece in the Wall Street Journal, can he even get smart people to write for him? I know, I, I know Joe, I told you for years, I know Joe is a dope, he's a dummy, he's an idiot, he had a hard time getting through school. And he repeats the things that he repeats, and he says the stupid things that he says because he's stupid. But now he's demented stupid. So somebody's thinking for him. Every single thing he recommended in the Wall Street Journal created the inflation and creates more inflation. He's going to take away all oil, gas, and we're going to go with wind and solar by... 30? Of course we're not. It's not going to happen. It's impossible. Nobody believes that. But then you take all this money and you put it into that and it's wasted and you don't have the money for regular energy. And people are going to have to go to, uh, to with their cars now. They have to go to a bank and get a mortgage to uh, fill up their tank. And I don't know why people get sensitive about those little signs that I did it when, when, when they point to this. He did it. This isn't Russia. Russia wouldn't have meant a damn thing if he had kept the pipeline open. Russia wouldn't have meant a damn thing if he, if he had left the oil and, and, and the fracking going. 
Russia wouldn't have meant a damn thing if uh, he hadn't opened up a a new pipeline for them just about treason. Well, Bagram is the real treason. Giving up an airbase 400 miles from China, for which I will never forget crooked Joe Biden. Never, ever. And the annals of American history should never forget him. He will be our crookedest president, but he may be our most dishonest and most dishonorable president. Leaving people behind and giving up an airbase to one day. But please, let God, we, we will not need it one day. But one day we may need it. And the absence of it will mean the loss of many, many American lives. We'll just get added to the American lives Biden has already cost us. So we'll be back after the break. We'll get to your calls and a few more hot items and the mayor's final thoughts. Giuliani show. Well, it's very nice to be back with you again uh, on the Rudy Giuliani show for the second half of it after Memorial Day. And I want want to make the point to you that um, I don't know how much more this country can take of the bloodshed that goes on and the feckless, not only the feckless approaches of the Democrat Party, but the ways, ways in which they actually enable crime by making it not so serious and not so bad and really the product of being a victim. You can't help it. I mean, you just can't help killing 13 people. Just your mother was bad to you and your father was bad to you and everybody was bad to you, so you can just kill people. We can change that. We can change it at the ballot box. We can start changing it on the 28th of June here in New York when we get to vote for our primary candidates and other places of the times then eventually, you know, at the election. But we got a ways to go until then. It's very, very hard for people of America to have hope that we are going to be led out of these very, very dark times where murder is prevalent in the land, where... uh, Decisions are made that no one can possibly understand, like taking out troops before civilians and getting the civilians killed, like giving up an airbase 400 miles from China, like stopping the production of oil and gas on your land and buying the same oil and gas from Russia that does whatever pollution it does, if it does anyway, but we're just paying somebody else more money for it than our supplying it. Now, uh, you do know there's something wrong with Joe Biden, don't you? I mean, that's a good test question of whether you're in touch with reality. Do you know there's something wrong with Joe Biden? You might say extraordinarily dumb, left back in the third grade, kind of dumb, cheated his way through law school, kind of dumb, plagiarized when he first ran for president. Press had pretty much discarded him as a dumb lightweight who just reads whatever they put in front of him, little slogans. He's a good slogan reader. And now that dumb lightweight is president of the United States. And uh, listen to this comment, and you'll get an idea when he starts throwing around the word racist. uh, You're going to see who the racist is. 
This is Joe Biden here a number of years ago. It is cut 12. My colleagues behind me revere the Senate. Uh, Robert C. Byrd elevated the Senate. Now, he was eulogizing uh, this KKK member um, with Kirsten Gillibrand standing right behind him. The man was a, I think, the head of a clan, not just a member of the clan, but he certainly was a long-term member of the Ku Klux Klan, which, of course, devoted itself to uh, lynching black people and other European uh, people, people with accents, et cetera. The second largest group they killed, by the way, were Italian-Americans. And uh, he, Senator Eastland, you can go on and on and on, were exactly what they're now projecting onto other people who who have their views totally separate from and have nothing to do with African-American or, or any other color. They have to do with the evil in a person's soul, the, the, the distortion that went on in their upbringing, whatever. The gun doesn't get up and go shoot people. Somebody makes a choice. It's an act of will. Something that you as communists have kind of moved away from. Maybe if you hadn't taken God out of the schools, children would have been taught, thou shalt not kill. Marx didn't believe that. Putin doesn't believe it. Western civilization believes it. But Western civilization is, ooh, it's terrible. It held held blacks in uh, slavery. Every civilization in the world has had slaves of one kind or another. Doesn't have to, that's, not, that's not peculiar to Western civilization. It's peculiar to the distorted human personality. Who had more ch- slaves than the Egyptians? Why, 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 why take the faults of the country, exaggerate them, and make them seem exclusive? When you want to emphasize the fact that America had slavery, why not emphasize the battlefield and the cemetery at Gettysburg where thousands and thousands and thousands of young white men are dead trying to free black men and women? Why not emphasize that in order to make up for Biden's pals in the Senate, like that Robert Byrd that he talked about, or Senator Eastland, who were virulent, virulent racists. Who knows what they did as young men to black people? Members of the Klan? The Civil Rights Bill never could have been passed. Kennedy couldn't get it passed. But Lyndon Johnson knew how to make a deal with the Republicans. He knew that... that he knew that Everett Dirksen, the majority leader of, well, then the minority leader, and at times the majority leader of the Senate, from Illinois, was a good man, a Republican and a good man. And he knew that the Republican Party was the party of no slavery. His party was stained with the sin of slavery. They created it, they kept it, and they fought and died to keep it. 
It was Republicans who passed a civil rights bill. It never would have passed at that time because of Joe Biden's friends. The Joe Biden who didn't want his kids to go to school in a jungle. The Joe, the Joe Biden who thought there were too many people with Indian accents in Delaware. The Joe Biden who thought that if you didn't vote for him, you weren't black. He would get to define if you're black enough. Why the hell did you vote for him? Will you think about it? And what has he done? When Trump left, the black and Hispanic communities had the highest wages in their history, the lowest unemployment and the most jobs. Not true now. Whole country is in a state of complete confusion. We don't know how far this is going to go. And Biden has been wrong at every track. He just wrote an editorial in the Wall Street Journal that, gosh almighty, you know, I know a little economics. It's not my history. It's my strength in music and baseball. But I know a lot more economics than he does. This is an F minus. This is ridiculous. This is his plan. First, he's not going to interfere with the Federal Reserve like other presidents. Yeah, like every other good president. (laughs) Of course, presidents interfere with the Federal Reserve. They've got the responsibility for the economy. I know, I know they're supposed to be independent. But when they're stupid, you stop them. If you're a leader, you're not a leader, Joe. God almighty, go back to the basement. Can't we get rid of you? I mean, can't you just go under the 25th Amendment? I mean, I'm willing to take a chance with Kamala Harris. I just don't think even it's constitutionally correct for us to make believe that you're competent. That that amendment means nothing now. You do not know what the hell you're doing. (sighs) Let's go to... uh, Let's go to Mark on Long Island. Rudy, how are you? I'm good, Mark. How are you? Good. I'm good. Uh, oh, thank you for your service, <laughs> and you were mayor. I appreciate it. And thank you for picking up my call. Uh, I try to be brief with, with Eric Adams. I don't understand how none of the, the big executives, I'm sure if they lambasted him, it would have been in the media, that he had a meeting with them to get your employees back to work, to come back to the city, and he's doing everything in his power, the mayor, to get rid of his employers, the teachers, the sanitation, the firemen, and the police. I have a son. He's, in, he's on a job. He just got terminated. God, God, I don't want to say what, what well, office he's in because he uh, won't get vaccinated. God, God bless him, okay? God bless him for having the courage to be a police officer today. But go ahead. Um, my younger daughter, his younger sister. So I'm going to uh, tell you, if my son gets elected mayor, he'll be hired back with back thank pay. You. Thank you. Andrew made that commitment a month ago. Didn't even ask me. This is not Rudy's suggestion. People got to know that my son is his own man. He's been supporting himself from the day he got out of college. I couldn't even give him a penny. He's a tough kid. Mind, Rudy. Thank he, you. That, that's very and honorable. immediately, that's not it's, it's him. It's in him. First of all, he's brought up by cops. He had four uncles who were cops, and he had six cops who took care of him all the time because he needed protection. You know how many death threats I got for that kid? Um, I'm sure, and um, I'm, and he loves I, cops. I like him and stuff like that. Yeah. He and I, he and I were in parades yesterday, and we stopped with every cop. And you know what I say to them? I'm worried about you. I do. I go to bed worried about them at night. So do I. I got three on the job. I, I know what you meant. Oh, you got two oh, more? You, oh, you got more on the job? Oh, yeah. God, well, God yeah, bless you. Four. So what happened? And they they threw him off because he wouldn't take a vaccine? 
Yeah, because his, my youngest daughter came down with myocarditis. She got the vaccine. So the other ones didn't want to take it. He, I don't want to say what office he's in because no, if anybody's no, listening, I don't no, want to get him in no, trouble. I don't, want you, I, don't, I don't want you to tell me either what office he's in or anything other than the fact that there is there was at least a situation. But, you know, the fact is your son was being asked to be a guinea pig, just like everybody else was. That vaccine was not tested the way a vaccine is supposed to be tested for two or three years. Sometimes vaccines don't show up terrible, catastrophic problems for two or three years later. There was nothing unreasonable about refusing to get a vaccine. Sorry. I'll end on this. So in his office, they all support him. All the other people, and they're not many, I believe there's six, got the vaccine. And guess who's been out of work the most with all these different strains of COVID because they got, you know, they came down with it. All the people who got vaccinated. He came down with it, the serious one, two years ago in March and April. Was not able to get tested for that because the tests weren't available. But we found out later through his antibodies he had it. And he's the only one in an office who hasn't been sick since. Everybody else has officers who did get the shot. And we're not pro or against. We're just stating facts. They got shots, multiple shots. And they're the ones who are out three or four times already. This is what I don't get. Well, my son and I are not vaccinated. I'm not vaccinated. He's not vaccinated because we've had the disease. We both have antibodies. I refuse to take the risk that exists from the vaccine when I don't have to take it. The vaccine, I'm not going to say that. I don't want to scare people about the vaccine. If, if you go and buy a, any, any powerful medicine, it has serious and uh, uh, possible side effects. I mean, it, almost in a way, every doctor, almost any medicine could kill you. The one out of a million, you know? This this this, this um, vaccine has side effects. I would say just from the lying, sneaky, disgusting way the government has handled this, it probably has more side effects than they're telling us. Because for reasons of, of those drug companies making a lot of money, they have completely phonied up everything. So if if you haven't had the illness, therefore you have no protection you got a difficult choice. Do you want to take a risk with the side effects of the vaccine, which they refuse to say exist or give you accurate statistics on? Or do you want to take your risk with getting COVID and seeing if you'll survive where most people do survive? The vast majority do. And then when they do survive, they develop an immunity to it. The vaccines have proven to be almost funny. I mean, the vaccine that was going to cure it, according to Biden, that's what he said. It's over. We got the vaccine. Lasted four months. Then we have another number two booster, number three booster, number four booster. And we don't know how many more we're going to need. Remember, uh, the, uh, the more boosters, the more trillion dollar intake for the pharmaceutical industry with royalties paid to Dr. Fauci. You know, he gets extra money. You didn't know that. He gets royalties. Read Robert F. Kennedy's book, please. Please read it. Just please read it. I know you might think in a, 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 a recommendation for Robert F. Kennedy's book coming from me. Yeah. <laughs> different, very different political philosophy. But I've got to tell you, having read that book, I've got so much respect for that man. And it's not just what he found. It's the way he's researched it. You go, you go knock a hole in it. Just like go knock a hole in 2,000 mules. Go ahead. But do it scientifically. Don't give me this stuff. Oh, everybody knows it's been debunked. You do it the way they did it. Huh? 
You do it the way they did it. Well, we're going to be back uh, with Rudy's uh, final word, and we'll also be back and take one or two more calls because we didn't get to too many of them, okay? The Rudy Giuliani Show. And now it's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Mayor's Final Thoughts. This is uh, Rudy Giuliani with the Mayor's Final Thoughts, brought to you by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. This is the right time of year. Here we are in the Memorial Day period uh, to make your contribution of $11 a month to help those uniformed service members who either have been seriously injured or who've lost their lives saving and protecting you. And let's see. Let's try Joel in Galilee. I'm going to take a few more questions in this period. Good afternoon, Mayor Giuliani. Joel, how are you? It's an honor and a pleasure. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm good, sir. It's depressing, but we have to keep the faith. We do. We do. We do. And it is, and it is depressing. I think I know what you want to talk to me about. And it's extremely depressing for me, who, who worked in the criminal justice system most of his life and had such love for it. Before we get to that, I just want to, uh, your previous caller, in today's Israel National News, there was a study that 25% of the people that took the vaccine, male or female, um, are having cardiac conditions. And so it was a serious cover-up. And uh, th- that, that was in today's paper. It's a verified study from, I think, the Rambam Hospital. And it's uh, very sad and scary, especially because the liar-in-chief was the one who said this would be a pandemic of the unvaccinated and how can we trust anything that criminal says um anyway uh, on that note tonight um there's this whole thing no tsp for the ccp which is not to allow u.s military to invest their retirement funds in the ccp and on that note mr mayor if anyone googles joe biden or hunter biden plus china hustle the first link that comes up on every phone and computer in the world somehow is, is an article by me. And if I could just read two sentences of that, if people Google Joe Biden plus China hustle, that $200 billion stock fraud. Would you mind if I read that on go air? Ahead, go ahead. Do it quickly, though, because we want to get, get one more person in. Go ahead. Uh, okay. So it's, it's a letter that I wrote to the CCP, uh, the SEC about emerging markets, and it starts off here. Dear China, good news for you lying commies. The SEC is not going to take action on the China hustle and all the related companies that 300 companies they they deregistered for another few years, amounting to $300 billion in loss of market cap to American investors. So uh, anyway, more information is available at www.thechinahustle.us. And we have to let any military families know that – these, uh, it, these mutual funds are not protected. U.S. court judgments against these Chinese companies are worthless, uh, as I discovered and publicized. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. You are very, very welcome. I thought he was going to mention the Sussman case, which is a, which is a travesty. It's a travesty of living in a, in a country now with two, two different standards of justice, which is no longer justice. And if you're a Democrat and a hater of Trump, you're going to get acquitted by a jury of the District of Columbia, which is 98% Democrat, even though the proof against you is overwhelming. I have rarely uh, criticized juries, even ones when I was U.S. attorney. In fact, the ones that I had were hung juries, and I just went back and won them. 
But um, O.J. Simpson in this one. This is very, very bad. It doesn't matter which way it goes, the uh, injustice, whether it goes the way of white people, brown people, black people. Injustice is injustice. It takes away from you being a democracy. It takes away from you being a land of laws. And probably it's based on the fact you've become so damn immoral as a country that you can't figure out right and wrong anymore, which is where we are and what, and what the Democrats have done to us with the attack on the police and the attack on God and the attack on laws. People don't think they have to follow the laws anymore, including jurors who are told to follow the laws, not their biases and their prejudices. The man lied to the FBI. He lied in order to co- cover up one of the, one of the most corrupt schemes to, to, to win an election and then to unseat a lawfully elected president. They should all really be indicted for conspiracy to defraud the United States and probably sedition. But then you better not try him in the District of Columbia because, hmm. I mean, they'd be more likely to put uh, Trump into the electric chair for for jaywalking. Uh, Let's go, uh, we'll take one more call from Molly in Minnesota. Hi, Rudy. Thanks for having me. Hi, Molly. Nice, Nice to hear from you. You as well. Hey, quick, 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 quick. We're up against have, a hard break, my dear. Yep. But I wanted to get you in. Yep. Okay. Uh, so how can Democrats reduce crime while at the same time trying to eliminate harsher punishments with bail reform? They can't. They can't. That's why they have so much crime. That's why if you look at the cities with record crimes, they're almost all uh, de- Democrat cities, and almost all of them have paid for corrupt uh, Soros DAs who put criminals back out on the street. Last year was astounding, but the press doesn't make much of it. 17 cities set a record for murder last year. Murder ever in the history of the United States. They never had more murders in Philadelphia than last year. That's the Philadelphia that had, I think, 38 this week. Weekend, was it 38? It's because of the Democratic Party. These murders are taking place. Ladies and gentlemen, because of the policies and the programs of George Soros, paid for by George Soros, brought to you by the Democrat Party, who pushed them aggressively, and the weak Democrats will not get in the way of them. And our Americans are being killed. And here's the irony of it. In the big old cities, by far, 8 out of 10, 7 out of 10 of the people being killed are the people that are the most devoted Democrats to blacks. Someday it's going to end. And when it ends, they'll start a new party based on decency, honesty, and morality. And they'll let God come in, too. This is Rudy Giuliani. You have a great night. God bless America. God bless America.